time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yes, 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 y'all. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation, the podcast. We are back again. We are back in the building. Ah, surviving, you know, <laughs> making it through. You know what I mean? If you hear our voice, so are you. No doubt. Yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt. How are you doing, bro? I'm I'm holding up pretty good, man. Um, over yeah? Here, yeah, I'm over here, you know, making the most of my time, I guess. You know, uh-huh. I'm s- slowly creeping out of, all right, what is this shit to, all right, let me get back on my feet and do some shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me start working on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily uh-huh. work, work, but just, you know, man, let me start putting some pen to paper and some, you know what I'm saying? Putting some files in the computer type of shit. Mm. So mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, let's let's get moving. I hear that. I yeah. hear that shit. Yeah, I, I feel you. I'm getting to that point now, too. I've been doing a little bit of reading, been pulling pulling some books off the shelf, mm-hmm. you know, shit that I've been saying I was going to read for a minute or things that I'd started with and not gotten through. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then, uh, like, doing, like, dedicated reading time. Like, yo, I'm going to read for two hours. Right. See how far this go. You know what I mean? Like, just this. Right. Just programming this time to make the most of it, you know? No doubt. You know what I mean? As a, as, uh, as, uh, well, I'm going to appropriate a, a saying from the Players Club, <laughs> which is on Netflix currently. You know what I mean? Uh, you got to make the time. Don't let the time make you, if you get what I'm trying to say. Right it up. <laughs> terrible appropriation, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. You see where I'm going with. Ah, uh, shit, man. Good to hear from you, man. I saw you on the uh, on the gram. That's why I'm seeing everybody now. Yeah, but I saw the new social. Uh, that is the that's the new outside. Uh, but yeah, I see you on the gram. I see your your social distancing looked all right. It didn't. It looked very good for a New Yorker. You had a lot of space in your photo. <laughs> hey man, I was I cleaned out the backyard a little bit so I could uh, extend the space. You know what I'm saying? Extend you know the room that we are able to move about. And you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Really, you know what I'm saying? It was it was done out of not out of necessity. It was done out of uh, I will not be out backyarded. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Uh-oh. what's that mean? Talk to me. So, a few years ago, my friend he he moved over into this neighborhood from another neighborhood, and we was at his. I was at his crib, and um, we were out on the stoop, and um, his neighbors was having something next door. You know what I'm saying? Like new, they were like newly in the neighborhood, um, gentrifiers pretty much, um, and they were all on the stoop about ten deep, and then um. I'm like, man, you can't let them out stoop you, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to hold your stoop down, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Don't let them mm-hmm. out stoop you, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stooping is what we do. And so, right. And so, um, next to me is a building that they they have like rentals in it, right? So it's like three different apartments in the building. And so there are mm-hmm. new new people on the bottom floor, new tenants on the bottom floor. So the bottom floor has a backyard space, and the guy who, um renovated that building he he actually he put in some work 
building a nice patio. Like basically, he he paved he um you know he did pavers all the way through the backyard, so it's like no grass, no nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just straight patio, and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a big some big planters along the side, so it was nice. So new new people moved in. They they're kind of you know utilizing the space, and it was uh, you know, maybe it was. Friday of last week or Thursday of last week. And I looked out there and it was a nice day. And, you know, it was two of them. They young, they outside. They had, they got, they had the table, they had their laptops. I'm like, shit. You know what I'm saying? And it just, it just kind of clicked in my head. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying? We could extend this space a bit, you know what I'm saying? Just by, you know, getting it ready and putting some shit out there where you can go sit and get on your laptop. As opposed to, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, usually it's kind of like you wait for summer or you go out there in the summer when it's something to do. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do something. But um, last few summers I've been, like, on tours and shit. So it's like I haven't utilized the shit. So I'm like, man, fuck this. We're going to be in here. We might as well maximize the space. So I went in the back, you know what I'm saying, over the weekend and got it cleaned out. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> My daughter has been, you know, visioning the space for herself. And, you know what I'm saying? So she, you know what I mean? She's been back there doing TikToks and shit. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So let me get this shit right and let me get out there. So I was out there yesterday. I was out there over the weekend. That picture I took, it was the evening. And I'm like, let me just get out there and and just see what it's like, you know what I'm saying, in the night. Because I really never chill back there at night. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Never since I've been mm-hmm. in his house. And I'm like, since, you know what I'm Scared? saying? Nah, it's just, I didn't have it set up right. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have the furniture for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had a grill, you know what I mean? But I didn't have, like, any real outside furniture, like, outdoor living room shit. I ain't had that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really much to do because I haven't set it up to do nothing. I didn't, you know, I didn't really pay no attention. You know what I'm saying? And so... Right. And so, but once you start thinking about it in that way and and having this time to just sit in the house and you trying to figure out, you know, what else could you do? It's like, shit, let's do that. Let's set this shit up all the way right so that I can actually become a whole nother space for us to fuck with. You know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. I just was practicing, you know what I'm saying? I went out there with my laptop and was chilling, but it got a little too cold. I didn't stay long. (laughs) Got a little brisk. So I, you know, I took that picture. I stayed out there for a few minutes, listened to D-Nice, and then came back in the crib. Okay. So you setting it up, though. You getting it ready. Yeah, I'm trying to find out. Trying to find some furniture in the range of my budget to, you know, put Uh back there. You know, that shit is that shit. That shit costs just as much as living room furniture. The the good shit. shit crazy. (laughs) Uh, You know what I'm saying? So. Damn. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna find I mean I'm I'm close. I'm close to finding what I need, you know what I mean? Except for um I had to put some pavers down to kind of create some patio spaces. So I'm looking right. at creating two patio spaces and, and putting some furniture out there. So Yeah, man, shit. Right. If we're gonna be stuck, man, might as well shit. Make the most of this shit. Yeah. Make the most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was just having a conversation about that, saying, you know, I've been looking, you know, looking online and uh, looking at the uh, the L.A. quarantine situation, just spatially, mm-hmm. 
It looks a lot better than what's going on in New York City. Their quarantine is just, ooh, that shit look like Mumbai. <laughs> Everybody just on top of each other. Nigga got to go to the, you know, the fire escape for a little respite. That's that's about as close as a backyard as I'm dealing with. You ain't got a rooftop? But, uh, nah, not, not, not like it used to be. I think they got it, uh, they locked it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if that's legal, but I think they locked it as a little security uh, camera and shit like that. I might check it out, actually, later on. I might hit the roof. I'm thinking about hitting the rooftop. If I get I don't think I'm going to get it in time tonight, but I'm going to try to hit the rooftop. Check out the old 7 p.m. cheer. Have you been participating in the 7 p.m. cheer? No. What's that? <laughs> so the 7, have you heard it at all? Nope. Maybe even at 7 p.m. every day since the uh, quarantine has started. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like, you know, they take to the rooftop, they take to the, you know, to the to the windows, and they just start cheering, making a bunch of noise, you mm-hmm. know, for all of the the doctors, nurses, EMTs, and you know, orderlies, everybody, you know, the, for, you know, everybody, essential workers, everybody, people at the grocery stores, all of that. It's it's very like uh, we just won the big game, you right. know what I mean? A lot of motherfuckers hitting their pots, and you know what I mean? You know, so yeah, have you done it? You know, it's a whole lot of cheer. I did it for the first time uh, two days ago, and because I've been hearing it maybe the last. Oh, I, I just went to my window. I didn't even go, you know, I didn't go as far as that. I went to my window, and it was really just as simple as that because I just heard a lot of noise makers. So I was like, let me just throw a little noise in the world. You, you know what oh, okay. I mean? So just you actually, to do heard, it. It. You I, actually I, heard it. Oh, I was hearing it for maybe two, three days prior. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I was like, all right, well, let me go Google it after <laughs> I engaged. So I said, like, let me Google it. Well, not Google it. I just, I just, uh, I went on Twitter. I forget how, but I just was cheering, you know, whatever. And it was 7 p.m. shit. I was like, oh, shit. And uh, I said, that's probably the closest I'm going to get to doing a TikTok. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's some, you know, some silly, you know, fun, corny type shit. But, you know, it's a good little sense of camaraderie and, and getting through it. So, right, right, uh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's shit quiet Every 7 p.m. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, guess, no I don't cheers. know what's going on. Well, I mean, you know, saying it's probably where it got more a higher concentration of people and shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've been seeing people getting on their roofs and shit like that, and you know, looking down because there's really nothing to look at. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? People are supposedly indoors, so it's right. like a lot of people coming, you know, from the um, <clears throat> from the windows and things like that. Mm-hmm. Last night, this motherfucker went to about seven oh four. He was doing too much. <laughs> in this damn frying pan like bang 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 i'm like my man all right you doing way too much now we didn't we, we we passed the threshold now you just on some some this is a noise complaint well, he, he, but uh you know, shit it's activity man you know he one of them people that's yeah. gonna be the last ones to lead the party man you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah shut yeah. it down so that's that's that but uh oh that's what's yeah. up 7 p.m cheer yeah it's cool 7 p.m. chair, look for it. Yeah, you no might doubt. you might listen for it actually. Yeah, you yeah. Might hear it. Yeah, I might check it out. Hear the chair. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Shit. So that that's yeah. that's that's what's happening, man. You know. Uh uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, it's just weird. It's getting weird because this shit is getting longer and longer of just yeah. you know, being in, in containment. So it's uh uh-huh. it's either, you know, you gotta figure out, like you said, how you gonna how you gonna work with the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. How you gonna work with it? What you gonna do? How you gonna set yourself up for it? And that's the hardest part is really restructuring 
how you do shit. You know what I'm saying? When you do shit and mm-hmm. and making making life understandable for yourself, you know? Because at this point, yeah. is you know what I mean? If, you, if you're not going to a job and you're commuting into a job or you have to wake up specific times for your job, then it's like, all right, <laughs> what's happening? What are we doing today? And how are we doing it? There's no real structure, so you got to kind of structure your own shit and build out your calendar. And when it's not involving seeing people or going somewhere, and in my case, really not really doing, like, physical projects like we're used to doing. So it's structuring that shit out. How we doing this shit today? Yeah, it's a lot of that. And it's all, and for me, it's also just like... Uh, Realizing you got time, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, there's no real, there's no real rush at this right. moment, you know. Like right. I was, I was talking to my my grandmother today, and she was like, "Yeah, I overslept." I said, "Yeah, but where you going?" <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you know, yeah, it's, it's shit. Ain't much to do right here. I mean, do what you want to do. You know, it's not that uh, it's not that that stress of the schedule unless you have a schedule unless you got some shit to attend to if you're somebody that's always kind of worked from home or whatever and you know things of that nature then you know one you might even already kind of be somewhat adapted to it it's just the you know it's just the the uh the thinking of well you gotta be in the house you know yeah you know what i'm saying as opposed to this is not a choice this is this is kind of this is a command right. you know and you and, know uh, you just gotta heat no, a lot of like I work from home a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If I'm not yeah. in the field. But um right. the difference is is that even when when you're home and you build out your own schedule or whatever, you still have the mm-hmm. pressure of the rest of the world moving. You know what I'm saying? Your clients are moving at a certain speed and getting up and mm-hmm. going at a certain time and expecting shit at a certain time. So I can't just say, yeah, I could I could plan it out however I want. But you know you wanna you wanna be within certain windows because the rest of the world is within certain windows. Right now, mm-hmm. the rest of the world really don't have no windows either. Really, in my in my case, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, whoo! I need to fill up and and be disciplined enough to put my my schedule together for myself. And <clears throat> and it's no like you said, it ain't no rush, but. It just for me, I kind of woke up like you know what I need to start getting some getting some shit popping. You know what I'm saying? Just for myself, right. not like for the right. world. Like I got no pressure. Or, like you see the whole meme of you know what I'm saying? If you didn't, if you didn't uh, start a oh, business yeah. or da 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 da, you did da da, get in shape. You just you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just undisciplined and shit. And I seen that meme getting so much pushback. Yeah, because you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> but but for real, for real, I wish that meme had went around like. Before, like in the 2008 or some shit, because it's like you think that's what you have to do. You have to do that. Like, ah, shit, I gotta get it. I gotta, ha, ha, gotta get it. You know what I'm saying? Gotta make it happen. But rise and grind. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you need to get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? Within yourself. You know what I mean? And this is the only time you're gonna be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? You could, you gonna be, you gonna be hustling and starting shit and trying to do shit. You know what I'm saying? After this, you know what I'm saying? You should have been doing shit before that, all that. But for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes you just need to fucking chill and figure this shit out. Figure out where you at, where you going, how you doing it. And 
Mm-hmm. That's what I've been doing. Like I said that even before I, before the meme, before anything. When this first shit shut down, I was like, you know, my wife asked me, you know what I'm saying? So what project you gonna be working on? I'm like, man, I ain't working on nothing. I'm, my project gonna be me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're like, shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna wait and see where this shit going before I start talking about I'm gonna work on something. You know what I'm saying? And Working on something requires investment, requires this and requires that. Sometimes you need to sit back and wait and see how this shit moving before you start jumping. You know what I mean? So so I woke up yesterday, I think it was, and was like, you know, um, no, it was a couple days ago, maybe two days ago. And I was like, let me get back to it. Let me let me let me start writing out what I want to do. And then I sat down and I couldn't come up with shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I was blank. Like, mm-hmm. like it was like writer's block, but I didn't I, I couldn't figure out what the fuck should I be, you know what I'm saying, writing down here and going after. And then and then, you know what I'm saying, I went to bed and woke up like with, you know what I'm saying, I get the the whispers in the morning before you all the way wake up, little transmissions and shit, right? And right. that shit was like, man, you don't have to write another thing. You know what I'm saying? See, my guy be cussing at me. Another motherfucking thing, man. <laughs> like, mm. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Go. And so I'm like, what the fuck that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I don't have to write another motherfucking thing. Then I thought about it. Like, shit, let me go and pull out all these years of journals that I've written and never even really looked back at. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got years of them shit. You know what I'm saying? Dozens. A fucking archive journals with shit and plans and ah, I'm gonna do this. All this shit, what people saying you should be doing now. I got years mm-hmm. of that shit, so I went and pulled some of them shit off the shelf. And what I'm doing now is trying to pinpoint, okay, which which of this shit, which things in these books are valid that I can actually work on? Because shit, I got enough fucking plans and dreams. You know what I'm saying? Let me activate some of this shit and and. And that's why that's why I'm at right now. It's like just reading through. That's my reading, reading through these journals and making sense of basically myself advising myself from the past. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's it's like when people be like, you know, what does what would you tell your younger self? And I always be like, shit, what would your younger self tell you? And that's what's in these books. My younger self telling me what the fuck you already know. Mm. What you what your younger self reminds you? What you see? What was one of the the messages you got from young Mister Muhammad from back in the day? It wasn't so much messages; it's just like plans that I've already planned. I already have written the big plan and the little plan, and you know what I'm saying, the mid range right. plan. You know what I'm saying? I already written down what was important to me, like shit that you you forget. It's still important to you, but you it's not top of mind, so you don't you don't think about it. So. When you look at it, you be like, God damn, you right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you, it's like. You was right. Yeah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's what's the, the beauty of writing shit down is that later when you don't have the energy or or the world is going crazy and you trying to figure out where to start, you've already written down where to start. You know what I mean? Right. And right. so I, it's a lot of good ideas in there. It's a lot of just. It's a lot of just random thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, 
like I, you know, I, I'm, I've always miss. I try to get my archives of my old tweets, right? But mm-hmm. they don't send them to you right away. Then they say they'll send them to you. Then, you know, what I'm saying, you got to download them by a certain time. And every time it happens, I never get the shit in time to really download, so I don't have the archives of my tweets. Uh-huh. But I used to be really be pontificating on that shit when I was serious about my social media. And so some, yeah. sometimes I just go in the Twitter search and search, you know what I'm saying, my name versus certain words or certain dates or whatever and see what pops up. And I'm like, damn, I was saying some cool ass shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I think what I'm going to do, I've saved, like, I saved a bunch of them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start reposting them bitches like on Instagram or wherever. And you know what I'm saying? just from those dates of some cool ass shit that I said when I was into the social media shit. So that's, right. that's one thing that I'm going to do because it's there, you know what I'm saying? And it just reminds you of, of your thought process. Yeah, Twitter's the ultimate pull quote, you know? Like when you see the, you know, you watch it, look at a magazine, you see the little pull quote, that's all Twitter is for, you mm-hmm. know? You look at them shit, you're like, oh, wow, okay. I was profound back in 2012. Look at this nigga, yeah. what was he thinking? Yeah, yeah man. Shit. Let me yeah. rehash some of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me nah, see. That's what's up. Let me see what 21st Century Hustle was talking about because that's all this is right now. Everybody forced to work differently. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what right, that's what right. we was talking about in the magazine. Like you know, in 2006, seven, you know, eight. You know, so a lot of it makes sense for now when it didn't really make sense for then. People really wasn't in tune to that type of energy then. So it was kind of like it wasn't really making people feel good. It was like, man, fuck, change. Nigga got to change, man. Fuck that. (laughs) We good. And Cass wasn't thinking like that. Speaking of that, um, just off the the strength of uh, 21st century hustle and and go-getters and things like that, I just want to say real quick, uh, rest in peace to Earl Graves, you know, the – the no owner, creative black enterprise, you know, obviously, uh, I don't, you know, I want to speak for you. I think there's two different sensibilities from mm-hmm. what you've told me before, but you know, you know, black enterprise is definitely, uh, if not the OG, no I, doubt. Mean, I, I would say the OG of, uh, you know, black enterprise, you yeah, know what I mean, I'm saying? The, and, uh, you know, it's the OG yeah. of, of like when that, when that came out, it, we were, you know what I'm saying? Entering the workforce in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like I felt like we were going into a different way when I put my shit out. But, you know what I'm saying? Right. They approached it in a way that, you know, hey, this is how you get into this space. This is how you go from, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, being a skilled labor worker into being a corporate worker or starting a business and getting corporate type of funds. And, you know what I'm saying? It it helped mm. it helped as a guide. It helped as a um, a lot of times you just need to be able to see yourself doing shit. Yeah, and right. Black Enterprise was one of those places where you could see yourself going in that direction if you wanted to. You know, what I'm saying try to find a good job, or you're about to go to college, or you're in college and you're trying to figure out which way you want to go as far as in your in your career corporately. You had Black Enterprise as a guide or like, you know, as some examples, like every month you was going to get a few examples of people that are already doing it and walking that path and doing it, you know what I'm saying, successfully per se. And yeah, 
we need that. You know what I'm saying? We we you always need that every step of the way. There's an opportunity to create those platforms that kind of show you, okay, if there's a a group of people going this way, and these mm-hmm. are the people. This is how they look, and this is the things that they do. This is how they live. These this is the type of shit they buy with their money. You know what I'm saying? This is how they invest their money. You know what I mean? This is how they move. And that's always important, whether that's in corporate. Like, for me, I felt like it was being decentralized and and working was becoming, you know what I'm saying, less centered on that one job that you create, that you go get and stay for 25, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? It was people moving around and trying to figure out what's best for them. And, you know what I'm saying? And at the ultimate, I felt like that, you know, people wanted to work at things that reflected who they were, as opposed to letting the jerk, the work that they do, you know, define who they are. You know what I'm saying? So if, if you felt like this and you always was good at that, you know what I'm saying? You can go out there and get money doing it. And that was the whole gist of trying to, you know, show people that was doing that. So there's always, you know what I'm saying? There's always, the opportunity to do that. You know what I'm saying? It, it could be done in film. And I think that's what like shadow and shadow and act is doing in film. And you know what I'm saying? It, it could be done in, in just in health and wellness and just, you know what I'm saying? A lot of women are doing it in just how to be a woman in this space of business and in this space of acting or this space of, of fitness. You know what I mean? It's, it's, Black Enterprise is the OG of all of that type shit. Just like Ebony is a Ebony and Jet is the OG of that. Just if you if you want to see success, look here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like Black Briefcase Nation. You know, like back <laughs> in the day. You know, because it, it, to your point, it's a, it's about representation, seeing yourself. You know, especially I think I was I probably first. See my first black enterprise, maybe late eighties or something like that. Uh and it was it was that. It was, you know, back in the especially back in the eighties, it was all about a briefcase. That was the business that was the you know, that was the go to. That was mm-hmm. the signifier of a business person. You had some shit to do if you was cracking a briefcase open with some documents in it. Like it just <laughs> looked you know what I mean? Even as right. a kid, if you had a black enterprise in your hand, it looked like, okay, this cat got some vision. He tried to be something. Right. So uh, <laughs> it, it definitely inspired people, you know, to uh, to achieve on a, on a different level and in a different landscape. And yeah, absolutely, it definitely, uh, it paved the way for for all of the uh, the things that have come, all of the, the, the platforms that, you know, we've, uh, we've, Knocked down and, and it, you know, it was a trailblazer. So salute right. to that man. Yeah, shout out to uh, Graves, man. Rest in peace. Yeah. I just caught peace, that man. news briefly. I haven't even seen the news. I just seen a couple of salutes on Instagram uh-huh. right before I got on. So I, I haven't. Okay. Did they say how he died or anything? I didn't even. I pretty much same type of. Uh, I got a bunch. I seen a bunch of postings. I think he was 85, mm-hmm. which is relatively young. But I seen he was 85. Uh, I didn't find out exactly, you know, how he passed yet. I'm going I'm to double back and check that out after this. Right. But, uh, you know. <clears throat> uh, what was I going to tell you, dude? 
Ooh. Oh, so oh, no, no. He passed away quietly after a long battle with Alzheimer's. Okay. You know, I think I did see that. Yeah. His son, yeah. Well, that's, Butch yeah. Graves, wrote on Twitter. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's good, dude. You know, quietly it sounds yeah. peaceful. That's always a... Yeah, and that's, you know, Alzheimer's tough. Yeah, you so want to go if you're going to go. You know, when yeah. you go. <laughs> it's almost like... Go as undisturbed as you know, possible long, if, if it's can. a long battle with it, it's kind of tough. Watching somebody, especially somebody that's uh, strong... You know what I'm saying? That was always strong, and you know the the you know patriarch of the the, matri- the patriarch of the family and shit. You know what I'm saying? What's that? that? Like when you see somebody that's always been strong and uh-huh. holding it down and created a way for everybody to to live a certain way, and then you know the Alzheimer's kick in, and it's it's very it's a tough fight to watch somebody that's strong mm-hmm. just you know what I'm saying, kind of. You know, deteriorate before your eyes. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a tough. Yeah, thing. yeah. You know, it was tough. Like when I yeah, watched nah. my grandma go through it. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, <clears throat> and not remember yeah, anybody nah, and shit like that. Yeah, now nah, I saw that with my grandfather. It was it was definitely a, a sad one. He had dementia, and uh, yeah, it is. You know, it's a painful way out. You know, no doubt. Um. Hey, speaking of the Twitters and shit, I, I did Go a ahead. quick little search while we were talking. And um, uh-huh. in May 2011, you said, yo, Mr. Okay. Mr. Muhammad, yo, I blasted 21st Century Hustle off at the Rising Affluent Conference today. So prepare for a spike in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Shout out to the Rising Affluent situation. Yeah, who put that together? I think my man... Kyle McCullers might have put that together, mm-hmm. man. Shout out to shout out to young Kyle McCullers. I think he has something to do with that. That was a that was a nice little uh, I guess a convention that they had back in the day. Yeah. Um, so, so you be picking up little little tidbits like yeah. that, like shit you forget. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It puts it in perspective. Mm-hmm. I've been um, it's been off and on, but like uh, I don't I don't make it sound like it was a wasn't like a resolution but it was just something i decided to do at the top of 2020 was to um to journal every day you know like every day i would crack open a laptop and then um you know just just write what was going on what i was feeling what i was you know whatever what i was doing that day what i did the day before whatever whatever just to kind of one just to just to get in the habit of of writing you know, kind of almost like morning pages, which I used to do back in the day too, but just in the habit of writing. But then more importantly, just to kind of see what you stressing over at the moment. Mm-hmm. So then you could come back months, years, days later and see, you know, if it really is that big a deal, see, maybe see some patterns, you know what I mean? That type of shit. And, it, you know, it's just good to have that, you know, that, that reference point, you mm-hmm. know, just to see, okay, been on this path for a while or you you've been doing this for a minute maybe try that that type of thing mm-hmm. but um yeah also let's oh i figured i've been sitting down with this camera i told you i'm trying to figure out you know i'm trying to I'm still over here fucking with all of this machinery i got right. this beats and then i figured i finally figured out what was going on with this camera because i had this blue tint Right. On this fucking camera for a minute, this shit was killing me, but I, I got in it because I ain't got nothing else to do. So I, I got down to the tedious shit, and I figured out where I went wrong. It was a setting. I found okay. the right setting. So we we back in we back in action. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, man, 
Uh, shit, you though. You get in the COVID streets and take some shots, document the times. I might, I might a little bit. I've been, I've been in the, on the self-isolation tip this week. Cause, uh, last week after we, we wrapped our, our episode later that night, your boy lost his sense of smell. Mm. Nigga, yeah, I couldn't smell. And, mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit I'd fucked me up a little bit. I was... <laughs> I was, as the kids say, low key shook. I love when they say low key meaning. Yeah, I was very, but I was, uh, I was, I was, I was, I just at the end of the night, I was like, yo, I can't smell shit. So I started, you know, I did like a little battery of scent testing, smelled mm-hmm. the candle, couldn't smell shit. Uh, smelled some weed, couldn't smell shit. Smelled the strong ass incense, couldn't smell nothing. Went to the to the coffee grounds, mm-hmm. nothing. The shit was just it was blank. I was I was, I was a little nervous because you know that's def- definitely been a symptom. I was even reluctant to tell people. You know, mm-hmm. I um I reached out to to a couple of my homies that you know work in medicine and shit, and you know they you know we. They were like, well, you know, just you see what's what. I did, uh, I did some. I called my my ENT. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a little telemedicine thing, which is, you know, it's not much you could do over the Facetime. You know what I mean? They just gonna give you some words. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause, uh, and I didn't realize, but the ENTs are one of the highest impacted with this COVID shit because they all in your face and they doing things that will make you sneeze or react. So they, you know, they can't really uh, see patients like that. So she, I probably spoke to her on uh, maybe like a Thursday or Friday. She was like, well, see how it is throughout the, the weekend, mm-hmm. you know? And I, again, I'm journaling and I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. And, uh, you know, I was, I was being very mindful about, you know, what I was consuming, you know what I mean? Trying to eat as clean as possible, drink a lot of water. Uh, <clears throat> I got... I got some uh, some vitamins and some supplements. I went and got me some like some black seed oil. Uh, I got on my little Doctor Sebi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got me some black seed oil. I got some. Uh, <laughs> well, I ain't, I ain't get the sea moss. I ain't get the elderberry yet. But I got some black seed oil. I got some oregano oil, which I'm gonna tell you about in a second. And I got uh, you know I had some some old vitamin C vitamins that were still in use. Mm-hmm. So I, I brought those back into the rotation. You know, everything. I'm, you know, a little prayer, the whole shebizang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Saturday night, you know, my shit came back, started... I started smelling shit again, you know? And she I was like, save you know? back from the corona. Nigga, I was, I was, yeah, I was like, success, Oh, but shit. uh no sir uh sunday that shit went just as fast as it came my sense was gone again mm. and then i'm i got nervous again and the shit came back uh came back so we smelling again as it stands now so i'm just trying to be mindful of everything i do but i tell you one thing i did that that had me uh damn near uh could have killed myself and what? it could have been on camera cuz uh <laughs> So, as I said, I got all of these these, these supplements, these vitamins, all of that shit, right? So, one of my uh, one of my doctor friends was like, "Man, check out oregano oil. Oregano oil is really good for you. It's strong as fuck. You know what I mean? Just just uh, be ready for that." But mm-hmm. um, 
get that. That's a good situation. And that, uh, you know, clear mucus, all of that type of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, I bet I went on to Amazon and I got it. You know, typically now the Amazon shit, a lot of this, a lot of this stuff that is essential is, is going fast. And some of the stuff is not even available to regular people no more. Like mm-hmm. if you're not, uh, in the medical field, they not selling you gloves and certain other shit. Right. So, so I get, you know, I get my black seed oil, get my oregano oil and all of that. And I get the oregano oil comes. It's a little, little small little bottle. And uh, <clears throat> the directions portion is kind of like smudged a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can't really read what was going on. Like, you know. So I said, right, it's one of that. So I, I, uh, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for wellness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying I'm trying to, you know, when you're trying to, you know, how it is the urgency of trying to live. You're like, fuck that. Let's get to it. <laughs> so I, uh, I take a drop and I'm ready. I'm bracing myself for how intense that shit is. That shit is intense. I like oregano typically. Like when mm-hmm. I get a slice of pizza, I, I throw a bunch of oregano all on that shit. That's one of my favorite little uh, spices. So I'm like, even if it's intense, I'll be good. Right. That shit was strong as fuck. Like, whoo, damn. You know, so I hit my homie. I was like, yeah, that shit was intense. You right. He was like, yeah, fuck with it though. I said, all right, but. So. Now. Uh, now uh-huh. That smell shit. Like, your doctor yeah. didn't say that was like, well, that's not weird. You know what I'm saying? Is that something that you, you know, what, what happened? Well, she, she was like, uh, yeah, she said, yo, she said, uh, you know, she, she was mindful of the fact that, that that's definitely a symptom of the COVID, but that she's the ENT, so she deals with that often. And she said there's a few of her patients that have had bouts of losing their scent, but it came back. You know what I mean? So she gave, gave you the hope. You know, that's what really, that's really what the copay is about. It's about the hope. You know what I mean? That's what you're paying for. You want to, you want to know shit going to be all right. Even if you don't heed the warning, the doctor like, did you do everything we said? Well, not really doc, but I still need to know I'm going to be okay. But, uh, so they were like, so, I mean, gave me enough to where I was, uh, she gave me enough and she gave me some time. She was like, look at it throughout the weekend. One. So there was a timeline for that, and then it was even a, a thought of there might we might have to use like a, a steroid or something like that, which I didn't really want to get involved with. And you know, what I mean, I'm trying <laughs> to, you know, I'm trying to be holistic on my sebi, you know. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, so day two, <laughs> you know, I guess being in the crib, you know, looking at the gram and all of this shit, I'm not, I'm not really engaging outside of lurking you know what i mean that's just how i do mm-hmm. i was like let me you know what let me uh let me make some content let me uh be let me take this uh let me just video me taking this oregano oil shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> so I, I i make a little video me taking a drop and maybe two drops mm-hmm. fell because there's no real dropper so you just kind of got to hold the shit and and wait for the gravity to kick in so i got the shit and then two drops came and I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, I'm fucking about to die. Like, I'm losing all of my oxygen. It looked like one of them cinnamon challenges, you mm. know, like, or the, the new shit where they're using the little toilet paper thing to, to sip a drink and they mm. start choking at that. I'm like, <laughs> I run out the room, go grab me some water, <sighs> get back, you know what I mean? And I'm like, you know, I go back to the video, like, all right, y'all, that shit was stronger than a motherfucker, da 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 da. Selling out, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm in a conversation, I said to a friend, and uh, they're like, well, you know, maybe you should um, hold off on that oregano oil, you know what I mean, or look into it. Right. I said, all right, you know, that's a good point. So next day, 
Me, I'm backwards, D. I do the shit. I, I, it was. Sometimes my common sense don't always be kicking in. This is, you know, we in the quarantine, so. Uh, I go. I take the. I take the oregano oil, strong as fuck again. Ugh! Oof! Three days, and then um, I go. And actually, you know what? I actually read about the oregano oil prior to do the third, the, the third treatment. Mm-hmm. And what I did read it says, um, make sure if you're using oregano oil, make sure that it's not essential oregano oil. Mm. So I, you know, I take my shit. Ugh, strong than a motherfucker, you know. No camera this time, you know. Thug it out, and uh, and I say, you know, let me go, let me go look at this uh, this fucking label to see what's what. Sure enough, that shit was essential oregano oil. So I'm like, whoa! And then, and then everywhere you look on the internet, most places like, yo, this is not for uh, ingestion. This is not oh. to be used orally. Oh. Basically, this shit toxic than a motherfucker. This is the shit that you use when you want the spot to smell good. You know, when you uh, put the you heat you the taking, oil. And, you taking diffusion oil. I'm taking diffusion oil. Exactly. Ah. Diffusing. The shit that it, yeah, nigga. And so, uh, so I'm shook. I'm shook. Because <laughs> then. <laughs> it's fresh. They tell you the funny shit. How about the, yeah, I'm playing myself. So I'm shook, daddy. And um, I had also taken a uh, a little bit of tincture. You know what I mean? A little green dragon. <laughs> now you high so, and so I, yeah. Yeah, so I already know I'm about to be. That's why I was happy I had my journal because I had to pre-warm myself. I was like, "Fam, you about to be high for about three to four hours, and you you didn't took some oregano oil, so don't bug out, don't panic." But before I did, I kicked it. I called. Um, you wrote that I to yourself. Poison control. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> I, I was mindful to do that shit, and I put certain shit in all caps <laughs> just because <laughs> I needed that bitch to resonate. You know what I mean? So uh, I call I call Poison Control, mm-hmm. and uh, they pick up. And I say, hey, listen, hey, Poison Control, um, I took some. I took a I took a drop or two of oregano oil, but essential oregano oil. Uh, am I gonna be all right? And the Poison Control lady was like, oh. <laughs> she responded. She was like, "Oh, Ooh, now first of all, never heard that one you, before." Yeah, yeah, but don't don't hit me with the don't hit me with that response, nigga. This is poison control. You supposed to be used to poison calls. You supposed to give me the again. I'm coming to you for the hope. You supposed to be like, "All right, fam, you gonna be good. This is what it, this is what this is what it is." I need you to have a little bit. She was taken aback. She was like, "Oh." Woo. Uh, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fine. She was like, are you breathing? I said, yeah, I'm breathing. We talking. She says, all right. Well, and um, she says, you should be good. She said, typically, it, it, if it's going to affect you, it's going to affect you immediately. And oftentimes what happens is when you take that type of essential oil, it is so strong that it can go down the wrong pipe and go straight into your lungs and, and cut off your breathing. Which is what happened the day before. Ugh. I don't know if it went to the lungs, but it had me gaspy gasp. Oh, so, no. dude, I, you know, I'm shook. Daddy, I'm like, I just got to survive this shit. Because then I'm like, you know, this was all in an effort to live. You know what I mean? But then I'm <laughs> fucking around with that to kill myself. And uh, fortunately, it all worked out. I, I, I've obviously moved the essential oil to, the, to a different closet. That's not on deck. It's not in my wellness cabinet anymore. Mm. But... Uh, 
Yeah, read the labels is what I could pull from that whole shit. I mean, read do labels, your research, sure man, because you might be. Do your research. You know what I'm saying? You hear oregano oil, then you order the shit, and it's the motherfucking yep. air freshener version. It's just like the people yep. who heard about the, um, I forget the name of the drug that they were saying helps treat the corona shit. So they were at home. Oh, the lupus drug? Nah, nah, nah. It's a, it's, it's one of the uh, malaria situations, chlorophyll, chloris, some shit like that, right? Uh-oh. Right, okay. right. Chlorophyll, right? So these people. Right, that's the shit that. Uh, well, yeah. These people, they saw, they heard it on the news. They heard maybe one uh-huh. somebody said on the news. And then they, and, right. and the wife was like, hey, you know what? We have some of that in the cabinet, right? And mm-hmm. they look, yeah, sure enough, it says chlorophyll, whatever, blase skip. They took the shit. The, the husband mm-hmm. died. And then the wife uh-huh. went to the ICU. But basically, uh-huh. the chlorophyll was an ingredient in some shit to clean your fish tank, right? Uh-huh. But the shit that they use, the medicine that they, that they use for medicine is hydrochloroform, something. You know what I'm saying? So... Mm. You got to know what the fuck you're taking, man, before you, you know. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, before you, you know. Before you start you know, ingesting. Prescribing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was, that was a, that's a teachable moment. Yeah, this shit, know? this shit out here be, be crazy. <clears throat> In fourth grade. Yeah. In fourth grade, my first hustle. My mom said, you know, she bought us an Atari and told us. Uh-huh. Told us, you know what I'm saying, you can't play that on my TV. So you got right. you gotta buy your own TV. Now, I'm eight years old, and my sister, no, I'm nine, my sister's five. Like, how the fuck are we gonna buy mm-hmm. a TV? Really, she probably was saying, ask your daddy, but I didn't <laughs> I ain't take it like that. I took it literally. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then you know what I'm saying? My uncle, he was walking around here. He went and bought some hot toothpicks from somebody. And then um, I'm like, shit, what's that? He was like, hot toothpicks. I'm like, I saw him pay for the shit. I'm like, well, shit, how you make those? And he told me. He was like, you got to go to the pharmacy, get some cinnamon oil, and soak your, your, your toothpicks in it. And then that's that. I'm like, okay, bet. No, he's like, dilute it, then soak it. Dilute the cinnamon oil, then soak your toothpicks in it. I'm like, all right, bet. So I go, my mom take me to the shit, get my toothpicks, you know what I'm saying? And business was good. And then, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm on my way and getting, we getting money, you know what I'm saying? And then, so I'm the first one at my school with them. And then, you know, I'm in the fourth grade. Some of the sixth graders was like, they started making them and selling them. And then they was telling everybody mm-hmm. they shit was hotter than mine. Like, I shit hotter than you. I'm like, damn. So I went home. Frank Lucas. I, yeah, I went mm-hmm. home and I, I diluted my shit less. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I'm going to make it hotter. And then uh, right. went back to school. Nah, my shit hotter. They were still like, nah, I shit hotter. I'm like, fuck. And at the time, my mom had just taught me how to fry chicken. So in my mind, vegetable oil, cinnamon oil. Shit, maybe I fry the toothpicks. Word. So I get a little pan. I pour my little cinnamon oil in the pan. Heat the shit up. Put my toothpicks in. And it was cool because, and then I didn't dilute the shits at all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put the toothpicks right. in. And the cool shit was after they cooked a little bit, you know, like the edges of the toothpick, 
like the square edges, the shit's like mm-hmm. turned like little brown, like brown spots. Like to me, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like the little brown marks on the Charboro hamburger, like Burger King and shit. Right. They done. Right. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit. So I went to school. I was like, shit, I got the charbroil hot toothpicks. You know what I'm saying? And then everybody like, oh shit. Mm. And then I went, that shit went crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm selling them bitches. Mm-hmm. I'm selling them bitches. And then I get called to the office and they shut my shit down. I got a paddling. That's when they could whoop you in school and shit. You know what I'm saying? I got mm-hmm. a paddling and shit. Cause what happened was, cause I'm not diluting the shits at all. So Niggas is getting burns on their mouth because cinnamon oil is caustic. You know what I'm saying? So imagine mm, if you yeah. if you chew a big red and it and it kind of burn your mouth, that's like mm-hmm. very little cinnamon oil. So imagine if you putting that shit in your mouth with no cut, straight raw. That shit is right. is like that shit was hot as fuck and everybody loved them. But that shit was like creating sores on the corner of people's mouths and shit. <laughs> and Shut, shut me down, shut down my operation, but we had already made enough to buy the TV. So, how much were you moving the toothpicks for? How much were you they, selling them? They for? five cents, but like it's like this: you get like four hundred toothpicks in a in a in a box for like seventy five cents or some shit, and then the cinnamon oil right. probably was like nine dollars or five dollars or some shit. So you selling each toothpick for five hundred for, for five five cents. And niggas is buying, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Niggas buying 50 cent at a time. You know what I'm saying? I want a dollar worth. You know what I'm saying? I want 25 cent worth. Okay. So, shit, it didn't take long before the TV cost $60. So, I remember we bought the wow. TV. And then I still was selling them. I had my little sister selling them in the kindergarten. And, and shit, we had our own money. And that was the first time I was like, damn, I don't have to ask nobody for nothing. No money. Like, we go to the ice cream, because we never had money to go to the ice cream truck. Now we had the ice cream truck. We could do whatever we want right. to do. Damn. So that, Back enterprise. Look at that shit. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It was a, a lesson in dealing with those oils and shit. Them shits is not yeah. no joke. <laughs> not at all. And that oil, that shit stick to you. It's hard. You know, you can't really... Wash it away like that, cause oil and water don't mix. That Mm-mm. shit is right there. It's gonna be there till it's not there. Exactly. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yeah, make sure don't you know? Yeah, everything essential except the oil. Make sure your oil ain't essential. So the essential uh, shits is for like air fresheners and shit like that. Air fresheners, diffusers, and things of that nature for you know, for uh, for uh, smelling up the room and the, you know that type of thing, not to be consumed. Please note. Uh, what else, man? Think about. I saw this. Uh, you know, I'm still out here watching shows and shit. I'm on my on maybe two two hours away from being through with Tiger King. Mm. That's been interesting. Uh, I've realized Homie has become problematic. I haven't even read into why he's problematic because I don't want it to fuck up the rest of the my my viewing. But I think Who's he might. You know, I think he might. The guy, uh, what's my man's name? Joe, not Joe Exclusive. Joe, Joe Exotic. Oh, okay. Joe Exotic is the lead character. He's this guy that uh, he running these little, um, I don't know, conservation, like these tiger <clears throat> conservative, uh, like conservation spots. Mm-hmm. Like he basically has his own tiger parks with tigers on, tigers on, tigers, way more than any 
regular motherfucker should have, you know? <laughs> and uh, it's just, it's like a whole underworld of these type of people. They call them the big cat people, mm-hmm. you know, people like that have tigers since they're young and they they raise them and, and somehow these tigers don't kill them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though one of the tigers ripped off this one guy's arm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's, there's a couple moments where the shit go crazy. But uh, that's been interesting. I've been watching that. Uh, f- I think I told you I finished High Fidelity finally. That was pretty good. I was I was I was happy to get through that. Uh, <laughs> what you said? I was happy to What's get up? through that. <laughs> nah, I mean get to the end of it. You know, because sometimes I'll start some shit and not finish it. Oh, okay, you know okay. what I mean? Right, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just be leaving it done and go somewhere else. I watched. I found this um this little short thing called uh oh jerome no mm-hmm. so like these little maybe 10 to 12 minute episodes like 10 of them shits kind of funny homie from uh uncorked mm-hmm. which is probably a great look i don't know if it was it just the the synergy and uncorked coming out maybe what two weeks ago and that kind of being a bit of a hit or at least being uh very well watched and then this one coming out on a whole nother streaming platform mm-hmm. with some more shit it kind of made him familiar fast you okay. know what i mean you know because that's right. typically you know you process new actors you're like yo where i know this cat from that's the man because for the first maybe uncorked. two episodes yeah okay. he was the yeah the black dude in uncourt mm-hmm. and he's the he plays the black dude in um oh jerome no he plays jerome <clears throat> and I'm like yo where i know this cat and i was like oh yeah that's the guy from uncourt so that was nice nice little setup it's kind of funny. It reminds me of like if they had awkward black dude, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really kind of what it is. That's kind of like so. You know there was saying? that maybe, and didn't the dude that worked with Issa is the one who did the uncork? Prentice Perry, Prentice Penny, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, he did uncork. Yeah, that was his shit. But the yeah. awkward black dude is the shit no, you yeah. was watching. Yeah, well, old Jerome, no, old Jerome, yeah. no, you're right. He's right, the right. same guy that was in uncork. Right, right, right. I get, but I get Prentice, it had nothing to do with it. Right, right, yeah. Right. But what I'm saying is, like, sensibility-wise, just, you know, what could go wrong, would go wrong, this cat, well, damn, are you going to do that? You know what I mean? But it's right. it's it's kind of funny. So that was cool. I'm debating on um, jumping back into Ozark. Uh, yeah. I, I tapped out early. And then I remember you was like, I think the second season, you said that shit kind of got a little unbelievable. It did. They but, they, uh, they righted the wrongs this season. This season, I watched this season. This oh, season, you saw three? Yeah, I saw three. Um it was good, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They they righted a lot of the wrongs, and when it ended, I was like, damn, that's it? You know what I'm saying? It felt like it should be some mm-hmm. more, but <clears throat> so they they fixed a lot of the problems that they had last year by introducing new villains, you know what I'm saying? They they right. they let the women take stronger roles. Like, it was, you know what I mean? They, they did what they had to do to keep the stories going. Like the main guy from right. the first two seasons, he took a back seat most of this third season. Okay, you know what I'm saying right. You said I think you said that last week. Yeah, You're yeah. saying that there's definitely like a more of a um, a woman's uh, <clears throat> POV, yeah, he, or at least storyline that's driving it. Yeah, he took a he took a bit of a back seat. Um, but so I watched that. I started watching the Tiger shit. Really, not really, but it was on like uh-huh. like one of the episodes, uh-huh. and then you know. I sat down and I just, it wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the vibe that I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I I took out of that. Most of the shit I watched all this week was the internet. You know what I'm saying? So okay, watched uh-huh. a lot of the internet. Watched that little John T. Payne battle, which was, was pretty entertaining. 
It was dope. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I think, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you're dealing with artists, so it's their stuff, and they're they doing it the way they do it. But it seems like right. T-Pain didn't understand how to structure his, how to put out which songs which, you know what I'm saying? Because I felt right. like he left a lot on the table. He left a lot that he didn't put out. Like, damn, dog, you could have played, you could have played. Ah. But mm-hmm. another thing that I thought with the with the battle was that they shouldn't have the same person going first the whole battle. Because a lot of it was T-Pain putting on the song and then Lil John going to find a record that can kind of, you know, beat. The, Counter it. Yeah, that could beat that record no matter – it didn't matter if if T Pain played the slow jam. He was like, "Man, fuck the slow jams." Then I'm gonna play this, even though Lil John was like, "You know, what I'm saying let's play something for the girls." And then T Pain put on his girl record, and then he'll he'll right. go put on a little scrappy and shit. Like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Like that wasn't fair. Right. But you know, it was all taking so a stride. You, it was all cool. So you would like it if like. So like T Pain could go back to back, and then Lil John to go like like maybe the first like, maybe you? the first half that person goes first the whole first half, and then the second time the other person goes first the second half the second ten songs or oh, okay. you know what I'm saying maybe you do you know what I'm saying this person goes first four times then this person goes first the the next four times and then alternate you know what I'm saying like that mm-hmm. or yeah you know I mean it's just like. It just it's just in that particular battle you could see where all Lil John had to do was wait for him to play a record and then just find a record of his that was that was bigger than that particular record. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So um Yeah, I wonder how do they how do they even decide who goes first? Is it a flip of a coin or what? Well, I don't know. It just seemed like the shit just come on. Niggas be like, All right, you ready? You ready, ready, ready. I'm ready, right. I'm ready, nigga. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I'm always running into the battle late. I'll be missing it. Like, yo, you know such and such battling. Like, oh, shit. I think you were the one that's like, yo, T-Pain T- and Lil Jon are on now. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that shit was. I think that was probably four in. That shit was pretty yeah. cool because they all got, they got exciting records. They got club bangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, like, you know what I'm saying? Make you feel good. So. And was, they both are personalities. Right. And themselves. they both funny. And you know what I'm saying? They cool. Like, it's just a cool situation. And they yeah. had, and both had great runs, you know what I'm saying? Like Lil John might have had right. a run of 35 songs that was popping. Right. And then right after Lil John cooled down, then T-Pain came and had a run of 35, 40 songs that was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um <clears throat> it was it was it was dope shit, you know what I'm saying? It was dope. Right, 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 right. So right, I've been right, watching right. that. I watched that shit, you know what I'm saying? Um what else was on the internet this week? Oh, it was four four day earlier Saturday, so Jermaine Dupree was spinning, playing all Atlanta right. records. So that was pretty dope, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it shows you how deep, you know what I'm saying, the Atlanta music goes. So uh-huh. that was dope to see all the Atlanta people in the comments, you know what I'm saying, representing and celebrating. That was cool, you know what I'm saying? I um, never knew about 404 Day until this year. I never knew about that shit. Maybe it's maybe it's I wonder how recent. Wonder how long they've been doing it. Yeah, it's probably recent, but yeah. seems like everybody like get behind thing. it. You know what I'm saying? The, the mayor, yeah. everybody's behind it. Like the city, I think Choose ATL might have came up came up with it. Don't get me. You know what I'm saying? I might be Ooh. lying. Choose ATL, which is basically the Atlanta Chamber of Commerce, but they kind of okay. remixed it and kind of became more of like a. It's almost like they was operating as a lifestyle agency for the city. You know what I'm saying? Which was was just very okay. innovative for a chamber of commerce. 
Um, they even created right. a, uh, they created a video channel called uh, basically the A. You know what I'm saying? They call it Thea, but mm. it's really the A, and it's mm. an app, and it's like all Atlanta video creators. You know what I'm saying? Putting their stuff right. up there. Shout out to Kate Atwood who headed that up and still heads it up now. Um, but I'm not sure if they did, but I wouldn't be surprised because that's the type of shit that they do. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm, I might be lying, and you know what I'm saying? You know, I would hate to be lying, but it seemed like in my subconscious, that's what that was. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no hey, doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Choose ATL and, and Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, Choose ATL has partnered with a trio of Atlanta tastemakers for Florida all day. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew they had something to do with it. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, it was a cool thing. It was dope. It sounds like a nice little event. I seen something. You see any of the little the young chop shit on the internet while you was watching the internet? Nah. Young chop trolling all these people. Oh, young yeah. chop, the fat dude. Yeah. Yeah, I seen him talking a whole lot of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I ain't yeah, know what it was all yeah. about. I came in late, so I couldn't deal with too much of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but it's I, a lot of trolling. It. I don't know. I saw the baby you know. macking Raven Simone down. You said who? The baby. You ain't see that shit? No, I ain't hear what you said. You seen what? The baby macking Raven Simone down. Oh, I saw that. Well, that was a Mac for Mac. That was a nice, that was almost a draw. They yeah, both was yeah, spitting yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a cool, that was a cool little uh interaction. I like that shit. I like that shit. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But he he was really fucking up on the um coronavirus protection shit. Oh, eating with the gloves on? Yeah, yeah, he had the gloves, eating a, a burger or whatever kind of sandwich, yeah. first of all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the only He, you know, yeah. he, he he had the gloves on, had the, the, the napkin, wiped his whole mouth with the shit. Like, right. damn, dog, you're doing it wrong, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your gloves yeah. done been everywhere. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. This shit is, this will bring out the OCD in you. Yeah, you know? Like, I feel like. I, after I wash my hands, I chase it with just a shot of Purell just to be safe. No doubt. This shit is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I like I said, man, I be thinking, like, when I, I was a teenager working in the hospital pushing patients, and it was the AIDS yeah. epidemic. Right. And you didn't want, like, you thought, at that time, you thought AIDS could just jump on you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I didn't, if you had on gloves, you ain't want them shits to touch nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, mm-hmm. you fuck around, let your glove touch something, you be like, ah, I'm dead. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just you take them bitches right the fuck off and wash your hands. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's how I approach wearing gloves anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Be safe out there if y'all can. You know, be mindful. Do your best. Be diligent. Don't fuck with essential oregano oil. Uh, anything a, else you want to say before oral. we get out of here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything before we get out of here? No, I'm cool, man. You know, again, I hope everybody's home and doing well and, and figuring out their routines and the new normal. You know what I'm saying? How they're adapting to the new normal and keeping mm-hmm. their eyes on the horizon and, and watching what's happening and how you mm-hmm. fit into what's happening and where you want to fit into what's happening. Stay safe. Shout out to um, you know, my neighbor, 
my neighbor, um, he he came down with it. He's in the hospital now, so praying for him, making sure hopefully he come home good. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So right. he he posted last night saying you know he was in the hospital trying to get the the oxygen and shit. Uh, got an update saying you know he he's stable. You know what I'm saying? The oxygen. He on he not on the respirator. He just on the oxygen. So hopefully that okay. that's a good thing. And um, shit, man. You know, man. <clears throat> hey, man. We in this together, and hopefully we come out, and so we could. You know what I'm saying? Get back to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. In it together. Ah, uh, shit. Until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation, we are out. Conversation.